0: and welcome to Second Impressions, where we'll try anything twice. My name is Danica. And my name's Emma. And uh, this is the second time that we've had to record this <laughs> intro. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. Don't need to talk about that. Um, Yeah, last week we talked about Magic School Bus. Thank you everyone for listening to that. Um, uh, this week we decided to hang out with some other kids, but... I was uh, in our first intro. I was telling Emma that the house across the street from mine got fucking <laughs> torn down this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and what I was gonna say before we had to stop and start recording again was that it was like really fun and cool to watch it get torn down because I was I was just had a clear shot and I was just watching it go and it was like fucking rad. And I was like, yeah, destruction. This is actually really fitting for what we're talking about today, now that I'm thinking about I it. I know, right? Huh. Wow. Wow. Look at how this all came together. This is great. Anyway, so they're <laughs> tearing down this house, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Tear the bitch down. And then <laughs> shortly afterwards, like, when it was done, and the, I don't know, high of it wore off, I was just like, oh... If they tore the house down, that means they're probably building a new one and who who knows how long that's gonna take. (laughs) It's been very loud for a good chunk of the day of them doing, I don't know, whatever over there. So yeah. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. I think they're winding down for the evening, but if anyone hears some background crashes, that's what's that's what's happening. That's fine. They're trash. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Clean up your shit. Keep our planet beautiful. (laughs) Tear down houses and build beautiful new ones that no one in Vancouver can afford. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, I love this city. (laughs) It's so good. Hey, Emma. Hey, Danica. What are you drinking? Oh, you're gonna be so happy with my your choice tonight I am drinking the last strawberry I am so happy oh mynus and warlock me. yep it's so uh, good yeah it's pretty tasty not gonna lie I'm so glad that you like it and how is your gut with the lactose because there's a little bit of it's lactose fine. in it that's good uh, Yay. yeah okay I'm so glad yeah, like yeah, last yeah. week you yeah. texted me. <laughs> last week you texted me a photo, and you're like, "Look what I got," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm so excited. How is it? I hope you like it. If you don't like it, that's okay." And you were like, "It's not bad," and I was like, "I'll <laughs> take it. That's really good. It's yeah. very exciting." That's exactly how that went down. Yeah, I mean, you were there. I was there. You can vouch for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Danica, Emma. What are you drinking? I'm drinking water. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Very cool. Keep hydrated. Uh, yeah. I You know, just staying, staying healthy. Eight cups of water a day. Kids, people, everyone. I don't know. Or just as much as you think your body needs. Yeah, which is like a lot. I think I hit maybe like five glasses of water and then my pee is just literally like clear just pour water yeah Yeah. like i am the most hydrated (laughs) i could possibly be that's a good survival tip if you i don't know get stranded on an island somewhere and can't find a good source of clean drinking water uh drink your pee won't last forever but it'll be good the first few times well not good but it'll be better for you the first few times better than dying of dehydration yeah Exactly. Did you have okay, when we were in high school there was a science teacher who taught the grade nine science class. hmm Don't remember her name, but every year she would drink her own pee. I remember her, but I never had her as my teacher, I don't think. I think I had her. And I'm pretty sure she did the pee drinking thing. But then again, I might just be, I don't know. It may—it might have been another teacher. And I'm just misremembering from all of the stories. I'm just like, yeah, that happened to me. I was there. But it just happened to so many students that I, <laughs> that I just think that I was. Yeah, I, uh, honestly, I don't even remember a female science teacher except for the ones that taught, like, biology. Oh, and chemistry. In chemistry. I had the chemistry teacher because that's what I took. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had, um, I had, what's her name for grade nine, who may or may not have been the pea drinker. I think it was her. <laughs> and then, and then I had, what's her name for chemistry. And I think she mm-hmm. may have taught my science. No, I don't remember who I had for science 10. I, it, but it was a dude. It was a dude yeah. for science 10. And then I had chemistry for 11. Yeah, I had the same teacher for like grade eight, nine and ten science. Whoa, that's it's just a dude. Weird. That dude. Yeah. Were we in the same (laughs) grade 10 science class? No, because I took mine early so that I could take um bio early. Oh I did a similar thing with English. Yeah. I did English twelve early. Look at us. Both smarty pants Yeah, well, the thing was, uh, I had had all my courses planned out for, like, years in advance. Yeah. Because in grade 12, there was three different English classes, well, that were, like, that I was going to take. There was, like, English 12, English Literature 12, and then Creative Writing 12. Yeah. And I was like, that's a lot of English for one year. So, I took English 12 in grade 11, and then... I was like, great, and then I'll have English Lit and Creative Writing, but then not enough kids signed up for Creative Writing. We needed a minimum of eight, and not enough did, and so I just had the one English class. Oh, just English Lit? Just English Lit. Mm, Me too. Yeah, I wanted to take um, chemistry and biology because at that time I was going to go into, like, sciences in university. Oh, yeah, that's right. But um, they had the grade 10 Chem and bio in like the same slot in both semesters, which is stupid. That is really dumb. And we shouldn't do that yeah, so I got like special permission to take the bio 10 class early. I think I don't know. there are some things going on, and did the um, sciences split at grade ten or did they split at grade eleven? maybe it's grade 11. I can't remember. I think it was only grade 11 I'm So and 12. Old. That it was all separate. I know it was so long ago. <laughs> um whatever. I the point is I took it early and it all worked out and then I didn't end up going into sciences. So Yeah. Well, cool. then there you go. It, it's fine.
1: And it's I didn't fine. take
0: creative writing 12, but I sure took a lot of it in university, so it's all fine. Yeah, me too. It all worked out great. Hey, and you know what else we did in grade 10? what we read lord of the flies no wait wasn't that grade 11 no that was grade 10 (laughs) no dude what did we read in grade in grade 11 or what did we read in grade 10 then i think i read the handmaid's tale nope okay we had a different class then (laughs) yeah (laughs) were you in (laughs) no i really want to say it was grade 10 we were in separate English classes. You were in, like, the English honors or whatever, and I didn't try that hard, so I was just in regular <laughs> English. <laughs> no, because I'm trying to remember, because I think at... Man, this was so long ago. So, yeah, at our school, <laughs> there was English honors. Yeah. Uh, there was, like, three different levels of English. There was, like, a uh, very simplistic English which was just, like, all you needed to graduate. And then there was the sort of, like, regular level of English. And then there was English honors. And they offered the honors class for grades 8 and 9. And then it stopped at grade 10. Oh. Yeah. So, I remember I, – because I remember this very clearly. And then, like, I think the year after, the, or maybe a couple years later, they were just like, hey – we should just have more English honors, and so then they offered it um, oh. for at least grade 10, and then maybe beyond. So, yeah, Wait, I remember... So who was your English 10 teacher, then? It was not but best friend. Okay, I don't think we were in the same class. Okay, and I don't remember her name, but she was really nice. Her best friend. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Um but she was great and i remember that um it was just a different it was like a it was like a totally different change of pace going from the honors classes to the just like straight up english classes because i remember one time we had to like stop whatever the lesson plan was and have a lesson about how to write a paragraph because there were (laughs) kids in the class that could not write a proper paragraph and she had to get like down to the point where like did you know that the beginning like the first word of every sentence has to start with a capital letter and I was like get me out of here This is hell. This is my personal hell. And I didn't realize that the classes were, like, that different. But we, like, never really talked about structure and form in the honors classes. We would just, like, read shit and discuss it and write papers and do presentations. Dude, I had, like, a punctuation lesson in my first year university English class. No. Yeah. Like, how to use a goddamn... Comma, yeah. Colon, yeah. Semicolon. I mean, semicolon's kind of tricky. Semicolons. But still. People do actually need to talk about, but yeah, yeah. That's so um, rough. Yeah, because I I remember yeah. in university there's like a <laughs> literally like writing one hundred and one, not creative writing, just writing, yeah. and they just yeah. teach you the very the basics basi- of writing, the very basics. And I did not have to take that class. God bless. Do you want to hear a very funny story about Travis in um, his high school English career? So I forget what grade it was, maybe eight or nine. And this one teacher at the beginning of the semester, she's like, okay, kids, you have to take this test so that I can determine what your reading and writing level is. And it's just like a Scantron, like multiple choice thing. And she told them that it wasn't for Marks. So Travis, being the very, like, conservative, energy-wise and smarts-wise person he is, decides to just, like, fill out the Scantron because it's not for marks. It doesn't matter. So he fills it out. He hands it in. The semester goes on. And then um, during, like, the parent-teacher conference, the teacher says to his parents, like, Oh, Travis is doing so well this class. He's reading way above his reading level. Oh, my God. And his writing is amazing. And his parents are like, what are you talking about? Because, like, Travis isn't, like... Yeah, this is, like, on track for Travis's reading and writing level. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... She's like, yeah, you know, he, they took this test at the beginning of the semester, and I almost put him in the English as a Second Language class, like for oh exchange my God. students, because <laughs> he'd done so poorly. Travis, just like try a little bit, <laughs> like uh, just a little bit. He try he tries when it counts. And yeah. Okay. He, gets, <laughs> he like gets really good marks in school and it counts, but like it he was didn't on think her. Think that this for one was counted. Yeah. 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 Because wow. it didn't really. But I mean, yeah. But yeah, I was just I was like mildly horrified when I first heard that story, but also it's just hilarious and dumb. Yeah, but then he can look like a big shot. Yeah. Because it's like, oh yeah. yeah, my reading and writing really improved. I'm, I'm doing so well. So wow, yeah. look at me go. <laughs> I'm just. Just just run in and I'm gonna cross that finish line. I'm gonna come first place. Just try and stop me. (laughs) Okay. But let's stop ourselves now because we've been talking about high school for long enough. That's true. I guess I will make a point for anyone who like (laughs) has a different school system. Like we call it high school, but we technically went to a secondary school. So we went to an elementary school that went from K to seven and then a secondary school that went from eight to twelve. But everybody yeah. here just calls it high school, even though it's like high schools are usually like ten to twelve? Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. Cause we didn't have that kind of school district. Anyways. Moving on. Let's, let's talk about our topic of the our Lord of the Flies. We read it. We read it. At in some point at some point in school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Grade of which TBD, but I feel very convinced that I read it in grade 10. I just am having a hard time with, like, the the order, the chronological order of, like, the books that I read in mm-hmm. high school. That's fair. Because I just, I just don't know what else I would have read in grade 11. I don't know what I read in grade 11. Grade 11 is I a think- blur to me grade 12 we did like one flew over the cuckoo's nest right uh i may have done that one because because i did english 11 and english 12 in the same year Mm. it's all kind of like muddled together so yeah one flew over the cuckoo's nest was in one of those classes yeah i don't know if it was 11 or 12 but then if it was 11 what would we have read in grade 12 I know that for one of the novels I had to read in grade 12, it was like a, it was like a player's choice almost. Yeah. Um, there was like, we could choose from one of like five or six different novels. Um, and I chose a more sort of modern one.
1: Was but that I the year I read Handmaid's
0: Tale? Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. because I, yeah, because I definitely picked that during the player's choice scenario. I don't remember whatever that name of the novel that it, whatever we're not talking about that year. We're talking Moving about on. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> first impressions. Lord of the Flies. Uh, Go. Uh, okay, Lord of the Flies. Read it in high school. <laughs> like we've just been talking about <laughs> for fifteen minutes. <laughs> just really got to drive that point home. Yeah, first read it in it. high school. <laughs> it's about a it's um, about a bunch of uh, British boys and they get stranded. Plane crash and there's a plane crash and they get stranded on an island. And it all goes to shit, and there's no adults, and yeah, and they go bonkers. Yeah, and okay, it's great. It's yeah, it's great. So first impression, first of all, I do remember actually like reading this whole book in high school. Which for anybody that's ever had to read a book for any sort of class, like I think we all know what kind of accomplishment that is. Because <laughs> like, there's friggin' yeah. like notes on the internet for a reason oh yeah yeah there's definitely a couple books out there that i just did not finish and whatever that's fine but this book i read it i liked it in high school mm-hmm. um i remember being a little like turned off by supposedly like how much um symbolism and stuff is in the book and um because i'm like of that thing where I feel like readers read a lot into what a writer is doing in their work. You oh know, my whether god. Whether it's poetry or books. like I could talk about that all day. I feel like people just fucking overdo it. Yeah. Like, not, not everything means something. Like, yeah. I don't know about you, but like you and I, like we both did creative writing. I've done a lot of writing. Yes. I know there's a lot of shit where I'm just like, putting it down because like whatever that's what i'm thinking of at that moment it doesn't mean anything (laughs) or it just like kind of makes sense based on where your story is going yeah yeah i have been i have been part of so many workshops where (laughs) the people are like discussing whatever i had submitted And they're just like, yeah, and I found that this, like, really symbolized this for this character's (laughs) journey or whatever. And this kind of reflected, like, this part of society and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, wow, my writing is so much (laughs) deeper than I intended it because I didn't mean any of that. You're like, fuck, I'm so smart. Yeah, right? It was so eye-opening because I'm just like, (laughs) readers just love to find things. Yeah, And it's like, maybe... Maybe sometimes that's just where the story is supposed to go. And I think a really good example of that in this book, we're going to be dropping like all the spoilers, by the way. Um, yeah. So if you haven't like, read this book, you've literally had like your whole life to read it. So. Yeah. Whatever. Um, there is, I wonder if there was in your version, because it was in the version that I read back in high school. And then also in the version that I read this time, there was like notes at the end about the author and about other stuff. Um, yeah. And it does talk about... It was either in that or it was in something else that I was reading. Um, <laughs> they're talking about the symbolism of, like, Piggy's specs mm-hmm. And how they, like, slowly get destroyed over the course of the book is, like... It, like, also, like, represented the boy's own little society being destroyed and i was just like actually like they're on an island and piggy is the only one with glasses and they're really important for the fire so yeah they're gonna get passed around a lot and people are gonna get angry and yeah they probably will just get destroyed over the course of time like it just makes sense it doesn't have to mean anything yeah there's no like definitive timeline in this book about like how long they're on the island for but like fuck you know i clean my glasses and then like Two seconds later, they're dirty again. Yeah. I would be hopeless with glasses on a deserted island. I would like to think that I'd be okay because I wear my glasses all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like 90% of the time. Yeah. But, you know, shit happens. If you're in the dark, if people are like stumbling around. Yeah. Like Simon. Maybe someone's just gonna take a wrong step and then boom. Shit out of luck. Uh what was your first impression of this book? My first impression was like kind of mixed uh based on a lot like a lot of that has to do with the environment cuz I specifically remember w- like needing to read out portions in class. Oh yeah. It was Brutal. one. Of, it was one of those kinds of situations where it was like we're reading this together in class and everybody has to take turns like reading a chapter out loud and or a chunk of a chapter whatever and uh, yeah and then the change going from the on like this makes me kind of sound like a little shit but like the change from going <laughs> from the honors level classes going a step down to like the regular English classes It's okay you already made that point earlier I so. know yeah but I don't know it just kind of like it comes across like ooh, I am so smart I'm like above this and maybe I was kind of like that back then but like I didn't mean to be, <laughs> but it was just, like, a different learning pace, I guess. Yeah. And so I was just kind of, like, fed up. I was like, I don't need to read this in class. I can just read it by myself at home. Leave me alone, please. And yeah. And I don't want to listen to people struggling to read hate, out loud. I hate listening to people read, unless it's, like, somebody that's a very, like, good reader. It's just so painful. Yeah, unless it's like a professional audiobook, I don't really want to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, whatever, it's fine. Um, but for the story itself, mm-hmm. I was pretty compelling. Um, but I agree with the, like, I don't know, overload of symbolism and trying to just kind of dig deep into every little thing. It makes a lot of novels kind of unappealing. And it makes them lose their flavor. And it just makes it more of, like, a chore than just reading a book. Like, we've talked about this before um, with Anne of Green Gables, I think, where, like, you mentioned how you didn't really enjoy reading it for your English class in university. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then this time, like, you were able to read it on your own and it was much better. Blah, blah, blah. 1984. That's what I read in grade 12. Oh yeah okay okay so this was grade 10 you're right i was wrong mystery so solved. that was our first episode <laughs> oh my god i was just okay, i was cool. in my head i was like what other books have we talked about i was like oh yeah 1984 oh yeah that was grade 12 that was definitely grade 12 fuck cool okay that makes my my memory me feel so bad okay i thought i was losing my mind well um, these boys sure did yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> this. So I guess just, like, let's jump into our second impressions, because I'm sure we have a lot to unpack in this episode. I'm down for that. Let's go. Um, Holy fuck. Like,
1: <laughs> I, yeah.
0: I read a lot of books, and I read a lot of books that are very compelling, and I really enjoy the story. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. No one cares. Yeah. Yeah. No one cares. (laughs) (laughs) I don't often read a book that is like so chilling and frightening, but not scary, you know? Yes. Um, The last book that I read that I can think of was The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury. That book fucking like shook me.
1: Oh, I've never
0: read that one. It's so good. It's short. Um, it's only well, like yeah. two hundred pages, if even that. And it's like an anthology of shorter stories. It's not a whole like, um, novel. Cool. But I highly suggest it. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, there were a couple of stories in there that I read, and I would literally just like finish it and then have to put it down because that was enough of that and i couldn't handle anymore like it was just too chilling just got to go for a walk yeah and there's definitely like the last i don't know like 100 pages of lord of the flies and it's only like 250 pages long mm-hmm. the whole last 100 pages i was just like chills shivers yeah it gets just pretty frightened. real yeah it's very psychological yeah 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 it's not like a horror novel at all but it is well, it's not even a psychological well I guess it's a little bit of a psychological thriller I don't know if it's like psychological but um, well yeah because it's getting into the mind but I think it's just like that primal instinct that like we all have to a certain extent in in us, like we all wanna do like some sort of crazy thing sometimes, you know, like go jump off of that rock or like scream tear down a house <laughs> tear down a house, like <laughs> create some sort of destruction and just like I don't know, just be crazy and wild, and yeah. it like speaks to that part of you, but then just goes way further than that, yeah and i think it's like frightening to think that that's part of a human like psyche is within everybody cuz you don't know how you're going to act once you're on that desert island yeah and also the fact that like it didn't take that long for yeah everything to kind of break down and get to that point yeah And I think, like, these boys, they're just, like, a little bit more susceptible to it because they don't have, like, the maturity that an adult has. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't have, like, that sense of, um, like, prioritizing your life over, like, whatever situation you're in at the moment. Um, Yeah, and they're preteens. And, like, that is when you kind of start figuring out more of, like, boundaries and more of what is accepted in the adult world and where your place is in it, where you're not a kid anymore, but you're also not an adult. Like, that is the most frustrating kind of part to be in. And Yeah, yeah so you're just kind of, you want to be treated as an adult, but you're still a kid. So the sort of tug of war that happens between Ralph and Jack is pretty evident of that sort of, like, stage in life. Totally. And they don't have, like, the constraints of normal society to tell them how they should act. It's literally just, like, Ralph and Piggy, like, yelling at them to, yeah, stop being kids. And nobody wants to listen to that. So. Like, hey, Jack's Piggy. all about. <sighs> Fuck. Jack's <laughs> all about playing his game. And it's, like, a game to everybody until it's not a game anymore. No. <laughs> no. That was a big yeah. turning point. And I think that I was saying like I think that I was focused on like the psychological part of it before because the major part that stuck out to me was Simon's little spell where yes. he has that like dialogue with the Lord of the Flies. Ooh. Ooh. The name of the book. It's always, like, so exciting when the name of the book or, like, the name of the movie actually comes up, and you're just like, ah! (laughs) There it is. (laughs) There it is. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Family Um, Guy has a really great, like, clip in one of their episodes (laughs) where... Really? Where Peter, like, points it out whenever they go to the movies, like, ah, they said it. (laughs) Oh, I thought... You meant that they was gonna mention like Family no. Guy in the TV show? I don't know oh yeah, they at. did that too. Okay, and then good. everybody like looks at the camera, breaks the fourth wall. Anyways, ha, ha, moving ha, on. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I love that. So now I just think of that whenever that happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just like want to find the camera and stare into it. Like yeah, I just break style. the whole, <laughs> break the fourth wall. There it is. Little, there it is. Yeah. Do a little shrug, <laughs> smile. yeah do that like little white person smile that's like just a grimace yeah yeah i'm so guilty of doing that we are white people so i'm so white
1: i was explaining Um, that
0: to keegan and he like didn't know what i meant by it and i had to like (laughs) i had to like google image search like white person smile (laughs) and it came up and he was like oh yeah i guess so and i'm like no dude like I do it all the time when I just am, like, passing someone on the street or whatever. It's yeah. that, like, polite but not genuine smile. Yeah. Just like, hello, I am acknowledging you. Um, anyway, that's, that's <laughs> not important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, like, one, going back to symbolism, one symbolism <laughs> that I think is intentional, I guess, is I found out that, like, the string of words, Lord of the Flies, is, like, a mistranslation of a mistranslation of a Ooh, I love those. Hebrew word for Beelzebub. Oh. So essentially a devil. Ah. Oh. So I want to say that that one was intentional because Simon has this little talk with this pig head on a stick talking about how the beast is not a physical thing that you can hunt and kill. The beast is within all of you, and and that's what's going to get you. It's going to fuck you up. And sure enough, they get got, so. They get got good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so of all of the, like, uh, whether it's prevalent or not, like whatever like symbolism you think was intentional in the book or not, this one I think is intentional, and then everything else. I can't say because this writer is hella dead, yeah, William Golding wrote this book in nineteen fifty four- so I think that there is some symbolism that is intentional, um because they're coming off still like the heel of World War two. He's lived also through, like, the First World War, and... He was a naval officer. Yeah. So... There is some sort of just, um... I guess, like, coming to terms with, like, the brutality of man. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the best way to describe it. Um, But then, the very last line of the book as well, it's like... All of the boys are crying because they have recognized what they've been doing and they're crying over the loss of innocence and all of their friends that have died and whatever. And the, like, yeah, naval officer that's there to rescue them is kind of like, (laughs) I don't know, he just, like, doesn't want to look at all of these boys crying and so he... And he can clearly see what's going on, because there's all of these boys in face paint, and then one of them that isn't, and they're chasing him with pointed sticks, and And he he turns around and looks at his warship, and he's just like, "Uh, ah, like, I'm kind of disappointed in you boys for your war games, but I am also in a war war right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, Um, are adults any better? And, like, Ralph has literally told him even that they killed the, like, two boys. Yep. Yeah, spoiler alert, everybody. Um, at least two boys. Well, at least three boys are killed. If Well, not I'm, not. I'm just going to say who it is because I want to talk about that, too. Oh, yeah, no, I want to talk so, about like, the deaths as well. Yeah, so Simon and Piggy both die. Um, As well I as kn- a little boy with a birthmark on his face. Yeah, it's not really like known what happens to him. He just like disappears one day. So, mm, he probably he gets caught in the like big fire that happens at the beginning. Well, yeah, but like that's not confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm that's what that's <laughs> what I'm going with. Um okay. Um but I don't know like they never come across his body, so I kind of feel like it got swept out to see, like the others. Well, yeah, probably because it was on the um It was because the, where they set, the accidental fire was on like an kind of uneven part of the island and like, and may have even been on the unfriendly side of the island. So they weren't really going there much, but I think it mentions that a bunch of the little kids followed the big kids up towards the mountain when they were going to set the fire yes um and then a bunch of them got distracted the little ones like little ones sorry got distracted and <laughs> walked away so he was probably in that and then got distracted and walked away and then they set fire to that chunk of land so very cool murder, very cool mayhem <laughs> um, murder great so like i remembered that piggy died in the yes. book yes I forgot that Simon died until it was, like, right about to happen. Yeah, me too. And then I was freaking out because, inwardly, because I thought that... So Simon is, like, besides the little one, whatever, won't confirm that he died in a fire. (laughs) He did, though. (laughs) I'm putting Um, my money on it. Okay, Simon is, like, the first boy that you see die, Mm -hmm. And, um, basically all of the other boys, they all start in one camp and Ralph is the leader and then they split camps because there's like a power struggle between Jack and Ralph and, um, a lot of the boys go with Jack because he has hunted and killed a pig with some of his other hunters. Whatever. And he just wants Bloodlust, yeah. Yeah, he just wants to have feasts and eat. Meet and be wild, and play and play a game. Like he is, yeah, he, he is sees not, it as a game. He's not down for getting rescued. Like Ralph is obsessed about keeping their signal fire going for <laughs> obvious reasons, and nobody else fucking cares except for Piggy and kind of Simon, and then like Sam and Eric. Yeah. And Jack's all like, "Ugh, oh, who cares about the fire? We want meat. We need food. We need food." Um, which is true. Like, you also need food, but you also need to keep the signal fire going. So, eventually they just leave. Um, they go, they kill another pig, and Mm -hmm. they have a feast, so all of the boys, even the ones in, like, Ralph's camp, they all go over there to, like, get some food. Because who wouldn't want food at that point? Yeah. And then Simon has been off in the forest being weird having an episode. Yeah, I I don't remember what the deal was with Simon. Like I remember talking about him a lot in high school. Mhm. But I, I think can't the remember. general consensus is that he might be epileptic, but well, yeah. he might also have some sort of psychosis because he is just, ha- just like, seeing things and having this full-on conversation with this yeah. pig head.
1: So, so he's,
0: he's definitely, he definitely has a seizure. Like, I, that happens. Yes. Even though he blacks out, but, like, it's pretty obvious. Um, but I don't know if he, if his psychosis is, like, from, I don't know, just like birth or if it's like a symptom of him being on the island because um some of the like Ralph especially he ex- almost experiences like a loss of his humanity I guess it's more yeah, obvious yeah in his memory when, yeah like, because to he go. Yeah, because he can't remember sometimes, like, when, what he's talking about when he starts talking. Sometimes, like, me on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> too, um, it's fine. And he, yeah. like, he knows that smoke is important, but he starts to forget why. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that whole thing a lot more interesting this time around. I don't, I didn't pay much attention to yeah. whatever was going on with Ralph's memory Yeah, at the first reading. But, yeah, this time around, I was just like... I don't know. I was I was a lot more intrigued by it. I was like, I want to I want to get into that. I'm like that's weird and cool. Well, yeah. not really cool, but it's interesting. <laughs> I feel like it's just him becoming like closer to whatever the fuck Jack is feeling. Mm, maybe just forgetting about the outside world and just becoming whoever he is on this island. Yeah, I like that it's described as, like, a curtain. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, flapping, and sometimes he can, like, see through, and sometimes it's closed, and he just, like, can't remember what's what and what's important and why. Yeah. Anyways, in high school, I do remember there being some sort of, like, symbolism involving Simon and whatever. We're not going to get into that because, right. A, I don't remember, and B, I didn't think about it that hard. So, <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh,
0: after yeah. Yeah. after Simon's epileptic episode, he finds, like, what the boys perceive to be this, like, monster on the island, but it's just a dead um, pilot from the yeah. war. And he's like, oh shit, I gotta go tell everybody about this, that there's nothing to be scared of, because it's just... It's just a, it's a just dead a, body. It's just a dead body, but it's not a beast that's gonna come and, I don't know, eat us. Kill ya. Yeah. Um, so he, like, makes his way to the party, but he has to, like, go through the woods, and he trips, and he has to go slow, so when... By the time he comes to the party, he's, like, limping and stumbling, and... He's tired and oh, he's bloody and Yeah. And yeah. the boys are like in this chant that they do when they're about to or that they do after they kill a pig. And <laughs> they're just like every single boy is in it and they're all just experiencing some sort of like mob mentality, hive mind situation, feeling that bloodlust, and they just fucking kill Simon because they think he's the monster. Yep. And then he's just left on the beach, and the ocean takes him out. Just beat him to death on the beach. That whole scene and the whole passage that happens after describing, like, the night and the ocean and the tide coming in and taking Simon's body away, it was riveting. And I couldn't stop reading. It is. And I totally forgot that this book is like really good. Like it's a good read. And you really forget that when you're doing something for an assignment and you have to just like pick at it and analyze it. But when I was reading it this time around, I was just like, I'm having a great time reading this. This is very interesting and I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Like, if any of our listeners out there haven't read this book, even though we're spoiling it for you, I would highly suggest reading it, because the second time, like, we went into it knowing some of the things that were going to happen, and it's still just as shocking to read it, even when you understand what the outcome is going to be. Yeah! I think the pacing is really good, I think all the characters are really interesting, Yeah, and I just had a really good time. The writing itself... Like the writing alone is just very good. Yeah, fuck me up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, after Simon dies, I thought that that's when they actually killed Piggy, because mm. um probably just because of the name, you know, like his name is fucking Piggy. They're killing pigs on the island, yeah. and I just they need I just remember a pig to kill. Yeah, I just remember Piggy's death being more important the first and time like, around. And brutal. And brutal, yeah. Yeah. But I found Simon's death to be extremely brutal. I also kind of forgot that he died. And... Simon. Simon, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when I thought they killed Piggy. I thought Piggy was the victim instead of Simon. Yeah. Like, I remember that scene happening just with a different boy. Right. No, I remember that Piggy, like, fell... Fell. Yeah. And, um, like, cracked his head open on a rock. Yeah. And I think I had just forgotten that scene entirely, and I don't know why. Like, how could I the Simon forget scene? that? Yeah. See, I was the opposite. That's so weird. Yeah. I forgot about Piggy's death, why. and then when that happened, I was just like, <gasps> I can't Aww. believe they killed Piggy! <laughs> yeah, and I was, like, so focused on that whole chapter. Uh, Yeah, with Simon, because I was just like, I don't really remember this. I remembered, like, someone having that weird interaction with the Lord of the Flies, and I just didn't, I don't know, Simon's character, for whatever reason, didn't really stick with me over the years. Yeah, same. Yeah, I guess that's all it was. Um. I couldn't remember like any characters' names really, except for Piggy, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, it's the book with Piggy and Piggy dies." Um, yeah, I remembered remember Ralph's name or Jack's. I remembered Ralph's name and Roger. Um, ah, I thought I thought I forgot about Roger too. I thought Jack's name was Roger, but there's a different well, Roger. To be fair, Roger is <laughs> like totally sadistic and, and an evil little boy. Was, yeah, he's an evil little shit. He was terrifying, and I hated mm-hmm. him and which was good like he was well written because he was just kind of like there yeah for a really long time and he didn't really stick out at all until he
1: until people start
0: dying yeah and then suddenly it's just like this little evil nugget that was in him all along is like freed (laughs) and he gets to be just this evil son of a bitch and you're just like wow like you suck and he's the one he's responsible for piggy's death yes Like, totally. And I believe that he is also responsible for the killing blow of Simon. I wouldn't be surprised. It's not said explicitly in the book, but I do remember reading a passage where they're talking about Simon's death, and there's, like, a glance between Jack and Roger or something like that, and I was just like, yeah, he fucking like stuck simon or something like that Mm, yeah because earlier when they uh killed their first pig no second pig first pig whatever pig that they cut the head off of the
1: i think that's their second pig pig. second pig. second pig
0: oh right because the first one is when they uh bring sam and eric away from the fire to help yeah and that's when a ship goes by yeah which was like, "Oh man, I would would have been so mad." Um anyway, in that uh description, like Roger is also I don't know. He's talked about a lot and he's doing a lot of harm to the pig. And he's doing yeah. the chef's the pick up the stick up her ass and Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh no." Yeah. Oh, And, Roger. Then, and then at the end, um so at the end, after Piggy dies, Sam and Eric have been like, um, taken into Jack's group, so it's just Ralph left by himself, and um, he eventually like, comes across Sam and Eric while they're guarding the new camp,
1: mm-hmm. and they tell
0: him that basically the other boys are going to hunt him. next day and they're gonna kill him yeah they don't (laughs) um, say it like that though they're very cryptic about it and they're just like rogers sharpened a stick at both ends yeah but i love it when like the character doesn't know what something means but the reader does yeah
1: yeah (laughs) it was just like
0: it was so sad to hear (laughs) ralph just kind of like thinking to himself he's like i i know that it means something bad but i don't know i don't know what that means where, yeah, like, a stick sharpened up both ends, like, what does that mean? And it's, like, everyone else, all of the readers who have been, you know, following up to this point knows that that means that they're going to cut off his head. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. cool. Very neat. Uh, cool yeah. little boys. Uh, but, yeah, but then they get rescued before they can actually, like, catch him. And, uh... But, like, fuck, how do you come back to... Society after that. Well, I guess, like, one thing that may or may not be good is that not a lot of these boys knew each other before coming to the island. Um, It seems like they were, like, this was, like, an evacuation plane. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we don't really know anything about the war. Um, It's some, it's, like, a fictional war, I guess, and... Yeah, you got these boys from like a bunch of different schools that have just kind of all been piled together. And the only ones that really knew each other beforehand were Sam and Eric and then Jack and the choir. And everybody else just kind of, I guess. I think it's World War to II. Go. It's not explicitly said, but like I but guess But they so. talk about the Russians. Ooh, when? I missed that. And um, there's just like a very small portion and they talk about like the Reds or something like that. Like, uh yeah. yeah um you're right i'm wrong <laughs> it's okay we're one for one now nice <laughs> <laughs> what was i right about uh that we read this book in grade 10 oh yeah we did i was right about that a bug almost <laughs> flew in my mouth uh <laughs> are you the lord of the flies i might be it was a fly <laughs> I'm the lady of the flies, <laughs> uh, okay. I did have a question for you about, like the deaths, yeah, uh, like the three deaths that we know about,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: are the birthmark face little boy <laughs> whose name I don't remember, if it's even mentioned. I don't think we even got that kid's name. Maybe um, we did. I don't know. I can't remember. If we did, it only popped up once, and the other boys, like, didn't remember his name either, so. Yeah. Um, Simons or Piggies, which one, like, affected you the most? Um, this time around, or just, like, in general? Yeah, this time around. This time around, um... I'm gonna, I'm gonna still go with Simons. Um... I finished that chapter and I literally just like put the book down for <laughs> a couple minutes and I just had a good long think. And then Fair. I I picked it back up and I kept reading. But um so, like Piggy's was shocking. But yes. um it what like I don't know, Simons, like it has been one of the definitely like top 5 I would say book moments to me that has just like stuck in my mind since I read them it's a scene i'll never forget and um i don't even remember how they did it in the movie but it's just like so brutal and awful and um just really terrifying it is a it's terrifying like really scary. moment yeah cuz like it's not like those boys had any ill will towards simon they didn't mean to kill him but they did and they he's did dead. like they they didn't mean to, but they did at the same time, and that's like, what is so? Well, they wanted to find about monster. It. Yeah, but, yeah, if any of them had taken half a second to look, like they probably could have figured out that it wasn't a beast. it was just well, their friend Simon. yeah, and Ralph, but like Ralph knew that it wasn't a beast. like yeah. he knew it was Simon, because he could hear what Simon was saying. And, um, even, like, Sam and Eric, you know, like, they try to blame it on Simon, like, oh, he was stumbling in the forest, like, who comes out of the forest like that? Like, he was asking for it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the other boys are just, like, in complete denial of the horrible murder that they've just done. Mm hmm Um, like, Ralph is the only one. That uses that term, and even Piggy is like, "No, we didn't murder him." Like that's awful. Yeah, well, you you know, Piggy—he's like all about—he's like order and everything. He (laughs) is—he is the voice of reason to a fault. Sometimes, very much so. And yeah, he. There, I don't know. There are times when Piggy is like. We need justice for this because this just isn't right and you can't do those sort of things. But yeah, when they were talking about literally murdering Simon, Piggy was just kind of like, Well, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know about that. <laughs> it was an accident. Like, we didn't mean yeah. to. It's like, well, you were sure intentionally stabbing at and a punching figure. and kicking. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely I had different reactions to every single death. Like mm-hmm. the little boy that went missing, that hit me harder this time around. Yeah. And I think it I think it was because it was just so careless. That's true. Yeah. They're just like we didn't bother to pay attention and we didn't care, and now this kid is just gone, probably burned up somewhere. And that was just really sad. Mhm. Cause like what else can you what else can you do? Like it's already been done. Move on, I guess. And they kind of do. Like they just don't really mention it ever again. They do mention it once near the end of the book. Um, I think Piggy talks about it, or Ralph. One of them mentions one like, of them. We yeah. never, we never found that little boy again, did we? Or something like that. Sure didn't. No, he's just, he, just he's gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. And then yeah, Simon's death was just like so wild and like crazed. And that was just, yeah. like, a really insane moment. And then Piggy's was also really hard because it was so malicious. And it was, like, on purpose. Like, yeah. that was Roger, like, I'm knocking this boulder over specifically to cause you harm. Yeah. And he fucking dies. And that was just, like, yeah. hard. And it sucks. And, like, I didn't remember Roger being such an evil little shit. And he really was. And it was just, like, meh. So foul, yeah. Ugh. Gonna give him what for? (laughs) How British of you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, what you gonna do? Um, Have you seen either of the movies? Yeah, we watched it in high school. Okay, but like, you said, I don't know, you said that we were in different classes, so like, I don't know know. if you watched one or not. Oh, well, like, they, they always put the movie on in high school. Like, come that's, on. Yeah, it's that's teacher's. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. That's pretty true. Um, yeah. So I, watched, I watched one of them. I can't remember which one, though. I, was it in color or was it black and white? I think it might have been black and white. I think that's the one we watched, too. Because I, yeah. I remember it being in black and white. So that yeah. is the one from like 1963. Cool. And then there's another one from 1990. And I've never seen that one. No. And then I was like, I guess I was, like, doing research before the episode, and something that I found out about that I had literally never heard of before is that I guess they were gonna make, um, a remake with girls instead of boys? hmm And, uh, this was, like, the first that I had ever heard of it was today, and I haven't heard any updates. I guess everybody was, like, shitting on the idea. <laughs> and <laughs> pretty much all all of the, like, posts and news that I can see about it are all from a year ago. So, uh, uh, who knows what's going on with that. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I would, ex- I don't know, I would want to see it... I don't know what I would want. I know. I would want it to be, like, maybe a little bit updated. And maybe rewritten but i don't totally know how <laughs> i guess i would, i guess i would just want a rewrite like from like from a woman who can be like mm. this is how little girls act and this is what i've experienced and blah blah yeah. blah yeah like they can't just be little girls taking on the personas of little boys on the island yeah instead of ralph you've got Ralphette, <laughs> instead of Jack, you've got Jacqueline. So, yeah. And instead of Piggy, you got Piglet. Piglet, yeah. <laughs> Miss Piggy you might have to get Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. They'd have to get permission for either of those names, but fuck, that'd be really good. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess it just got, like, a lot, the whole idea of it got a lot of hate because, like, people, I don't know, hate women, Yeah, which is true, (laughs) which is true, but I don't know if that's, like, the whole thing behind it in this case. I don't know. Yeah. I know that um, William Golding himself has said that, like, he specifically chose to use all boys instead of, like, a mix Mm -hmm. or all girls um, because... I don't know. His reasoning was that he could never see little girls go down to that like super like basic form of Primitive. like human survival. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, they like it wouldn't be It wouldn't outside. be the same. It but... wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same, but it also wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility. No. I can think like, of plenty of little girls that would be like, Hell yeah, I'm gonna go out and hunt. Yeah. I'm going to go kill us a pig. Let's go. Absolutely. Join my tribe. Yeah. I'm going to put on face paint. Actually, maybe there'd be more face paint. (laughs) (laughs) This is my makeup now. Bitch. Yeah. I'm going to use this clay to smoke out my eyes. (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Some of this burnt tree ash. Ooh, a little charcoal on there. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's just good old school makeup tips use charcoal um make a mud mask okay okay i gotta no i'm on a i'm on a really stupid tangent right now sea salt scrub Uh, coconut water uh, hair mask oh my god Uh, i want to do a hair mask Ugh.
1: Anyway,
0: (laughs) there was this one little part in the book where they're talking about the fruit that they're eating, and um, they mention, like, bananas, and then this, like, they call it gray pudding-like fruit or something like that. Yeah, like an olive gray jelly Yeah, and fruit. I sat there for, like, ten minutes trying to figure it out. I think maybe it's, like, uh, passion fruit, maybe? Or dragon fruit. But, Maybe. Because I don't know of anything else that's gray inside. Unless it's yeah, just rotten. Kind of, yeah, unless it was just, like, bad. Yeah. Um, That's a really good... You know what? I'm going to do a little Google search right now, <laughs> and I'm <just> going to see <laughs> if I can find it. Lord of the Flies. Gray fruit. What are they talking about? No speculations here. (laughs) Nobody cares. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. I guess there are, like, much more important things happening.
1: (laughs) Than just what kind
0: of fruit they're eating. (laughs) Than the kind of fruit that they're eating. But now I just really (laughs) want to know. Hey, kids out there. If you know what an olive gray, jelly-like fruit might be, please tell me, because now I'm just, like, really curious. Wait. What? I found something. It says sapote? Is that a fruit? It could be. Yeah. There are lots of fruits out there that I don't know. Oh, yeah. I found a picture of it. S-A-P-O-T-E. Well, that's a papaya. Hey, that could be it. Yeah, I mean, it's olive gray on the outside. And it's got, it's kind of jelly-like inside. Yep. And cool. it looks like, did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, You're welcome, Mexico, listeners. Central America, northern parts of South America. Where were they going? Mexico, Central America, is it? I don't know. But there were palm trees and bananas or plantains. Yeah. And and storms. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. cool. Okay, well, we may have figured that out. Yeah. I that's, Wow. <laughs> Clearly, the <laughs> biggest question in Lord <laughs> of the Flies, what's the olive grapefruit? <laughs> the uh, people have to know. We have the answers here on Second Impression Podcast. Second. S-E, no, S-I-P. <laughs> I can spell. I thought it was S-A. <laughs> A- <laughs> I thought you were trying to spell the fruit, and I was like, I, you just said it was S-A-P-O-T-E. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Uh, okay. On that note, let's get I, into I, our break. break. <laughs> this is my scouting. Um, I could keep talking about this, but I feel like we should wrap up. Okay, let's get into our rubric. <laughs> let's do it. Fun uh, factor. Fun factor seems like the wrong thing to use for this.
1: But factor factor's
0: it, not right either. Let's call it fly factor. Ooh. But I mean, like, we'll still measure our enjoyable time reading this book. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it's not- Fly it, factor. Right. How fly was this book? (laughs) Lord of the Flies, dude. (laughs) It was the Lord of Fly. Like, it was, like, it was, like, a way better experience this time for me personally. And I just, yeah, I think I already said it before. This was, this is, like, a genuinely good book and like there are some classic books where i'm like why has this one stood the test of time (laughs) but this one i can understand why shots fired not that it's even like that old this book's as old as my dad
1: what's up dad my
0: dad yeah my dad is an old man huh my my dad gotcha dad (laughs) what we got some old dads. We got some old dads. That's coming, cool. I don't know, get dunked on. Um... <laughs> Dunking on our dads. <laughs> but it's okay, <laughs> we love we love you. That'll be our uh, other tagline, <laughs> where we do everything twice and dunk on our dads. We do talk about our dads a lot. They're good dudes, they're good they dads. They are real good dads. And they're older than some books. Yeah um yeah so fly factor uh yeah this is a great freaking book I had a great time reading it um I was surprised at like how quickly I was getting through it you me know, too I got I through it like, in just like a couple sessions yeah I was like 250 pages like okay better give myself some time to read this and yeah it's just like flying through it mm-hmm so I'm gonna give it like a really solid like ten out of ten flies. Ten out of ten flies. Yeah, super fl- one super full, fly. One full Lord of the Flies. Wow. Yeah, I I would give it a lord and a lady and a whole court of flies. Wow. A full court. A full court of flies. A full court of flies. <laughs> <laughs> How about a kingdom? Oh, fuck, however many flies you can think of, it's got them all. Yeah, it's, just, it's so it's good. It's just, it's, yeah, it's fucking dope. It's really interesting, and it's just really well done. And it's <sighs> good, and I'm glad that we did it. Moving on just, to the next question. Yeah, just go read it if you haven't read it. Like, Jesus. Um, you are genuinely missing out if you haven't read this book. Was it worth it? Fuck yes, dude. Moving on. Good. Good. <laughs> Would Wait, you, you have to answer, again? too? No, it's the same. Yeah. Okay. Of course. It's, yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> would you do it again? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> cool. I'm so done. Yeah, same. Sweet. <laughs> uh, Quickest rubric ever. Like It's I, good. Do yeah. it again. Would do it again. Yeah, one, 10 out of 10. A everything. million flies. A million flies. I would read this, like multiple times over it is such an enjoyable read for how like brutal it is but yeah you just I know need, there's like, so many things to notice and see and pay attention to all the little details and yeah. like the writing is so good and intriguing and it's just like yeah, yeah it's like really fucked up but in a the best way like i was thinking a lot about lucy Maud montgomery when we were reading this I was, book. I really thought you were going to say Lucy Lou and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Has Lucy Lou written any books? I want to read those. Let's, well, let's watch Charlie's Angels. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking do it. Okay. Both of them. Charlie's right. Angels and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. <laughs> Oh, I love Full Throttle. It's a really good one. It's so good. Okay. if you played um, the video game? Don't. No. It's so bad. <laughs> Bonus episode. It's so bad. Oh, um, okay, Lucy Maud Montgomery. I was thinking, was thinking a lot about, about her. Lucy Maud Montgomery while I was reading this book because um, in Anne of Green Gables, like, she writes about nature a lot. And William Golding in this book can't help but write about nature a lot because they're just... Living in nature, the boys are. And um, they both do such a great job. It's a beautiful landscape that they both paint, but it is so drastically different. Oh, man, is it ever. Like, Lucy's is so beautiful and pristine and magical and, I don't know, just covered in, like, sun-dappled beams of Brilliance. I'm a writer. I know words. (laughs) So good. And William Goldings, like, his landscape is beautiful also, but it is so quickly countered by just, like, how harsh and dark it is that you can't help but, like, love the island for what it is, but also just be so scared of it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like they have these, like, few, like, beautiful, safe spaces, and then everything that is like dangerous is so creepy and scary. It's just really good. Dichotomy going on. It's great. It's great, I tell you. So on that note, dear listener, have you ever read Lord of the Flies? What part of the book affected you the most or didn't affect you the most? Were you also curious as to what fruit they were eating? Let us know. On Twitter, at ImpressionsPod, and also Facebook, Instagram, and Vero at Second Impressions Podcast. You can also email suggestions for future podcasts at Second Impressions Podcast at gmail.com. Like, has Lucy Lou written any books? Are they we good? We want to know. Should we read them? <laughs> Are there any Lucy <laughs> Lou movies we should watch? I don't know. I'd really like to do Charlie's Angels. Would you be or, into that? Yeah, definitely. Or Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Or... And this is a long shot. Lucy Lou, if you're listening, what do you want us to do?
1: Do Hey, Lucy Lou,
0: email us, tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us. us. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. And I love (laughs) you, listener. Oh, you cut me off this time. I'm sorry. Keep doing your thing. Thank you to Keegan for the art. (laughs) Thank you, Travis, for the music. And thank you to all of you for listening. And rating and reviewing and subscribing. We see those, you know. And they are we great and we appreciate you. Thank you for that. We see we see you. We see you. We see you. We see what you're doing right now. Okay. Jerk in it. Okay, bye. <laughs>